Short on time? We've got you covered. Welcome to the 5-Minute Torah, where you can digest big thoughts on the weekly Torah portion in about 5 minutes. If you enjoy this teaching, please share it with your family and friends. Harshad Bamidbar. This week's Torah reading, Numbers 1-1 through 4-20. Disciples of Moses. Parshat Mabminbar begins our study of the book of Numbers. Chapter 1 starts off with the Lord's command to take a census of the males among the children of Israel, who are the age to go into battle. Every male, 20 years old or older, was to be counted. The Torah then lists out the census results according to each tribe. In chapter 2, after giving the results of the census, the Lord gives Moses instructions for how the children of Israel would both encamp and travel. The tabernacle and the Levites would be surrounded by the entire army of Israel. The tribal legions would be a buffer of protection for both the priestly tribe and the holy house in the event of a military engagement. Chapter 3, however, begins entirely different. These are the generations of Aaron and Moses at the time when the Lord spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab, his firstborn, and Avihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priests, whom he ordained to serve as priests. Numbers 3, 1 through 3. Chapters 3 and 4 of the book of Numbers cover the responsibilities of the Levites for picking up and transporting the tabernacle and its furnishings when traveling. However, the Torah introduces this topic in a unique manner. It begins by saying, These are the generations of Aaron and Moses. In the Hebrew, the word for generations is toldot. As we have discussed previously, the primary meaning of the word toldot is offspring. But if this is the case, why does the Torah discuss the sons of Aaron, but is completely silent regarding the offspring of Moses? Rashi, referencing the Talmud's interpretation of this passage in Sanhedrin 19b, has a beautiful answer to this troubling question. He says that Hashem considers the sons of Aaron to be the sons of Moses because he has taught them Torah. Because the sons of Aaron were, in a way, disciples of Moses, he became a type of spiritual father to them. The scriptural principle is extended to say that whoever teaches Torah to the son of his friend is considered as if he had fathered him. And sometimes, a teacher may even take precedent over a physical father because a person's physical father brought him into this world, but this teacher who taught him the wisdom of Torah brings him to life in the world to come. That's Bava Metzia 33a. Many adults in this world have never and will never be able to raise physical children of their own. This chronic situation can be devastating. It can lead to bitterness, depression, and a complete lack of purpose in life. The late Chabad Rebbe Menachem Mendel Sneerson of Righteous Memory and his wife Haya Mushka were never able to bear children. Although hundreds, if not thousands, of people prayed for them to be able to bear natural offspring of their own, the vision was never fulfilled physically. However, the Rebbe is to this day one of the most influential Jewish figures in history. And although he had no physical children of his own, thousands of people across the world identify him as their spiritual parent. His life and teachings have affected millions of people around the world for almost three quarters of a century. His state of barrenness did not limit his ability to invest in disciples and give birth to more children than he could have ever been able to physically. Yeshua of Nazareth is an even more extreme example. Although he had no physical children of his own, unless you believe the conspiracy theories like that's of Dan Brown and others, 
He has given life to literally billions of children over the last 2,000 years. His spiritual family will continually grow in numbers because he calls us to continue to produce spiritual offspring for him. Neither the Rebbe nor Yeshua had the limiting belief that they could not bear children. They simply had a different perspective that we would do well to imitate. Although our physical children should be our first and primary responsibility to disciple and teach the scriptures to, we should keep in mind that we also have the opportunity to be spiritual parents to others because we are called to raise up disciples, teaching them all that Yeshua has taught us. We have the opportunity to create spiritual offspring thousands of times larger than what we are able to simply do through our physical offspring. If you feel that your child-rearing days are over, or if you have not had the privilege to raise children of your own, you still have an opportunity to turn a barren womb into a fertile environment for birthing spiritual offspring. As it says, he gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Are you enjoying the 5-Minute Torah Podcast? Want to share these 5 minutes of Torah with others? Please help spread the word by liking, sharing, and reviewing this podcast. You can also grab the printed version of Volume 1 or Volume 2 from Amazon. Perfect as a gift or for your Shabbat table. 5-Minute Torah. We've got you covered.